Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. Have you ever thought about how good you are at staying in touch? And what we're really talking about here is, you know, we're all busy, we're all running in a lot of different directions, and sometimes that's at the cost of staying connected to people. And those could be people from our past, those could be, you know, former peers where we work, and sometimes even it can be our family. But we're really just talking about in this day of of everything that we have going on is how do you stay in touch in a way that really keeps that foundation, right, that you're going to need when you need to lean on it. And so I've got Lisa Wells here with me. She's a loan officer with Cross Country Mortgage, and she's just a a thought leader for me. She's someone that I love bouncing ideas off of. And I thought her and I were talking about this topic and I thought this would be a great topic to come on here and discuss, not only because of the time we're living in right now, right as we talk about staying in touch and staying connected, but just in general on how she's built her business and and built her career around this concept of, of staying in touch and why it's important. So thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. This was a super fun idea and I'm excited to go through it. Good. Well, I'd love as always for you to just start with kind of just sharing your journey. I think it's Mm -hmm. so important for people to understand that none of our journeys are these beautiful like ladders that Mm -hmm. go in one straight line and one direction. Um, So if you just start with sharing just a little bit about how you got to where you're at. Yeah. So I have amazingly been in the mortgage business for 20 years. Okay. Maybe you do have a straight ladder. It's all, You're one no, of <laughs> it's all I've ever done, but it's not what I intended to do. So um, I'm from Wisconsin originally. I grew up on a farm, a dairy farm, which means you work 365 uh, days a year. And uh, yeah, hard work is in your genes. So I came to the University of Minnesota because I had four brother or four sisters and a brother that went to Madison and just thought I wanted oh. to be different. Wow. And um, barely got into college because I was the fun girl in high school <laughs> and got through college and decided I wanted to go to law school. So I was ready to go to law school, worked at a law firm in the summer before I was supposed to start in September and said, no way am I Thank going. You. No way. That's why internships are important, kids. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, because I would have died. Um, And I was waiting tables and doing this internship, and people from the mortgage industry said, you're really good at sales. You should get in the mortgage business. And I said, I might be good at talking to you, but I'm really bad at math. And they're like, that doesn't matter. And I was like, really? Are you sure? Um, But I started in the mortgage business. And I loved it. And 100% commission, I worked all day from 8 till 5, figuring out this business. Then I worked 5 till 11, waiting tables so I could actually pay my bills and pay rent and do all that kind of fun stuff. And I remember making that call to my mom, telling her I wasn't going to go to law school. And I said, (laughs) I'm going to try this other thing. I think it's super cool. It's 100% commission. And I told her what it was. And she said, you're kidding me, and hung up. So she was not pleased with my choice, but it, it worked. And I've been in this business and I've worked at a couple different companies and had a couple different um, roles. Always as a, an originator, but I also do coaching on the side with other mortgage mm-hmm. people across the country. And I just find that every single day is different. No one person's situation is the same. 
And I can't, I mean, there are some days I wish I was doing something else, but in general, I can't ever imagine myself doing anything else. Yep. And we all have those days, no matter what you're doing and you Mm -hmm. think it's the perfect job. So we have to ask, because you're on the Superpower Success Podcast, Mm -hmm. is what is a superpower that you have that you believe has kind of helped you get to this point in your career? Um, I think superpowers evolve over time. Mm -hmm. And I think the superpower that got me here is just true grit and work ethic. Mm -hmm. Um, Growing up on a farm, like, I don't know what it's like to lounge. I don't know what that feels like (laughs) because we didn't have the opportunity. Like, literally, if my mom came in in the afternoon when we were Mm -hmm. eating lunch and the TV was on, like, we scrambled to turn it off. It was just that world. And I feel like that grit is what allowed me to learn something that I was really not good at, which was math and economics, because I did not go to school for that. I was a political science major. And uh, just learn it and figure it out because it was interesting. Hmm. Um, So what allowed me to kind of build that business, though, is the superpower, I think, of connecting with people. I think that I have ability to connect. I have ability to talk to anyone at any point. I have no preconceived notion. I'm pretty much like... What you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. I I think authenticity is immensely important, and I used to not think that. So when I say superpowers evolve, yeah. that's something I think that evolved for me. I think when I first started, I had to really pretend I was super smart, and I had to really pretend that I, you know, like the way I dressed or the way I looked. And now it's like, if I comb my hair in a day, it's a good day. If it's I, like you it, get what you get. I'm right. smart. I can help you if you'd like me to help you. Yeah, and I screw up and I make mistakes. And I tell people that, like, I'm super committed to making sure we take care of you, but I'm also human. And we're going to make errors. And there's going to be little details maybe that we miss sometimes. But we're, we're gonna more own it. Yep. connected to making or fixing them. And I think yeah. that's the only thing people can ever ask of you is, how do you react when something doesn't go right? Absolutely. I love that. So that really ties in, that superpower really ties into what we're talking about here today, right? Mm -hmm. Staying in touch. And so when you brought this concept up, it was really interesting for me to really reflect. And I think that's what will be important to the listeners is, is how has that helped you, right? Get to your success. Like, how do you look at, talk a little bit about that staying in touch and that, that wisdom that you, that you want to share around that. I, I think staying in touch is, uh, vastly important but one of the things that it requires is organization which i lack okay and so i not a superpower (laughs) not a superpower well i'm a people person right so in general i'm really good at like let's talk about this and then the details or some of those things kind of go out the window um so i think that the way that we've been able to stay in touch is um having people around me that are really good at that organization and really good at what I'm not good at, mm-hmm. filling in those gaps and making sure that we do stay connected and team me up to make sure that we do stay connected with our clients because I think it's super important. And I think one of the things that holds us back from staying connected to our clients, I mean, mm-hmm. I've been in this 20 years, a client I haven't talked to in five years, do you really think I'm excited to make that phone call? Like, you were going to be my client for life and I haven't talked to you in five years. Yeah. Well, that epically stinks. But if I call that person up and go, you know what, I am completely sorry, I blew it, I did the exact same thing I said I wasn't going to do, yep. so let's go from here. Yep. And most people are really 
good at going, I totally get it. Life takes over. I can't believe it's been this long. Like we all have that. Yeah. And so I think that the staying in touch has not always been great, but it's always been on the forefront and we've always kind of been able to reconnect when we've lost that connection. Yep. And I think people don't want to connect because I don't know if people sometimes these days really think people care to hear or to stay connected. We're all so busy. I don't have time to see my college friends. Why in the world do they want to stay connected to me? And I think because truly I enjoy the people that I do business with. I enjoy them as humans. And I think that most people think that I'm just being slimy and trying to get something from them where at this day and age, I, I think the value that I bring to people are my ears. Yeah. Listening to them reiterating things that they've told me three years ago. That's the superpower. And that's the best thing about what I do. Yeah. You talked a little bit about like, you know, college friends or high school friends. I think it applies to our personal lives as well. So Mm -hmm. how do you see this or what realizations have you had around this in your personal life too on that importance of staying in touch? I mean, I think you go through phases, right? When your kids are really little, like, all of your college friends are together because your kids are really little and you're kind of like comparing babies and baby and me time and all that kind of stuff. And then when they get busy, all of a sudden your children become your life and you lose touch for a while with the very people that were part of making you who you are. Exactly. And shared your, you know, hopes and dreams and all of your secrets for years and years. And then there's a, this revelation that you kind of come back around and your kids get a little older and yes, they're busy in sports, but you all of a sudden go, wow, I need my friends more and those people because even if five, ten years have elapsed mm-hmm. from seeing them, there's still that connection and there's still those yeah. memories that you will always have in common. I feel you pick right back up. And that's what I've had to do with a lot of friends because... I have run Life a couple stages. of businesses yeah. and I have busy kids and my husband and I both worked and you just like every day you jump on that hamster wheel and you go and you go and then at some point you feel like, wow, there's other things now that you need as a person. Yep. And, and you I need think to, there's that fun And concept. I think I love I think that's refreshing for people to realize too is we don't have to feel guilt because we've been on the hamster wheel or building a business or building our careers and we've lost sight of some things because the people that are really our people, right, that have kind of been at certain points of our life, you can pick up right where you left off. Absolutely. And it really is more about their values and their core than it is about the few things that have happened since you last talked to them. Right? And so I think that's an important reminder for all of us. Um, What guidance would you give someone that's kind of realizing, like, oh, I'm in that stage. I feel like I'm kind of out of touch, whether it's personally or professionally. Like, what's What's, a, what's something they can do to kind of feel like they're, they're re-engaging in that? In friends or in business? Either. Yeah. Or um, both. I think as much as we dislike or think social media is the enemy, I think social media is also the great connector. It is. And, I mean, I have a friend who is my friend since the third grade. She moved to New York. Once we left high school, I was like, I'm out, small town, hasta la vista. And her and I have reconnected on Facebook, and it's amazing the things that we still have in common and the uh, what, the things that our children are doing that we did. And so I think, number one, don't wait for other people to connect. You've got to be the connector. 
sometimes with some of that stuff, especially mm-hmm. with friends. And I think in business, when I make some of those calls to people I haven't talked to in years, and I'm reconnecting with a client, a simple, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I really meant to do a better job, but can I get a do-over? And yeah. I think that goes a long way. Nobody has, when I've said that and I've sincerely meant it, no one has ever gone, you blah, blah, you yeah. know, forget it. I still, you I haven't hear. called me in three years. Like, yeah, yeah, no, everyone has been super graceful with their responses and because it comes from an authentic place too. Well, because they're experiencing the same thing. So and it's they really, understand it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that's super important. Um, I want to also talk about, right, and when we originally talked about this podcast, we weren't even really talking about the current state of the mm-hmm. state, right, and, and where we're at. And this whole staying in touch piece, I think, can also translate mm-hmm. to, right, as we're going through this major change, right, as we're going through the, the situation that we're in as a nation and as the world, yeah. is staying in touch. And how are you looking at that idea now right how with your team or you know with other people in your community and and, and in your network I think right now um, there are so many different responses that people are having to the point of it's not a big deal it's the flu to the other extreme of doomsday prepping I've got a year's worth of canned goods stockpiled (laughs) I mean it's all it is it is and I think for me I have to really be respectful, meet the people wherever they're at. But I think it's so important, like even this morning before I came here, I was reaching out to agents because I'm in the mortgage business. We have the luxury of low interest rates. We have the luxury uh, that people are calling us to refinance and that we can be remote and we can still move things through. For some real estate agents or other people, their business will really grind to a challenging slowdown or, God forbid, a halt. And we're 100% commissioned people. You know, we don't get a paycheck. We're not gonna get a government infusion. And so just reaching out to them, talking to them, Mm -hmm. what do you think is gonna happen? What are you seeing from your front has been vastly important for agents, for other small business owners, because I think right now we really have to rely on each other to be supportive. and just be the voice of reason and the voice of, um, I don't want to say sanity because everyone has got their own journey on this, but just the voice of non-panic. Like, yeah. we're going to come out the other end of this. It's we're going to be, be here, really right? Good. Right beside you, kind of yeah. helping you through this. And that's a really, we're using the word, we've always used the word empathy, right? It's it's in our all of our leadership training. It's just really ingrained. But it's become really apparent Um that that's really what we need right now mm-hmm. is empathy and empathy being different than sympathy, right? Sympathy is like, I, I'm so sorry. And all of those things. Empathy is, let me just, it sucks right now. Let me just stand beside you in the suck. Yeah. Right. And just yeah. be here for you. Yeah. It's not sympathy and not that there's anything wrong with sympathy, but I think that empathy of like not trying to sugarcoat it. And, um, I recorded a podcast and told a story about, um, you know, my daughter is, is struggling with kind of what's happening in our world and, and how she, right, 14, just processing it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, she was just frustrated about spring break and school and, right, all of these things. And instead of being like, you know, hey, here's right away, here's the silver lining and you should, it'll be fine and you should think positive And you, yeah. I just sat next to her and gave her a hug and said, it really sucks right now. 
Like, I'm really sorry that you're going through this. I'm sorry everyone else is going through this. And it totally changed the conversation because Mm -hmm. sometimes people just need you to sit with them in what's going on. And I think, you know, those of us who are optimistic people want to always bring the, we're going to be fine. And sometimes they just need to, they just need someone to to sit with them, not for too long, right? Mm -hmm. But to sit with them in it. And I think we can get nervous about exactly what you talked about, about staying in touch when we have a real estate agent that's a friend, mm-hmm. right? And, and we feel bad calling them because maybe we're not in as bad of a state as they are. Yes. That's when to call them. Actually, that's when yeah. to stay connected to people is when you know they're going through something, mm-hmm. but you don't want to bug them. Yeah. You don't want to bother them or bring them down. Yeah. That's when people need people the most. And I think that's where it goes back to even when you are trying to reconnect with people. The, you know, I always worry, am I bringing them value? Am I just yeah. calling to bother them? But I think some of our value, especially right now, is our ears. Just listening. Yep. Just being totally. there to, to listen to Therapeutic. them. Therapeutic, yeah. Yes. And I always, even when my kids are talking about things, I will always ask them, do you want me to help you fix this? Or do you want me just to listen to you? Yep. And it gives them the option to go, yeah, I just want you to listen. Perfect. You know, because I a great... just want to be able to talk about it. And I think right now, because people are uncertain and they are fearful, lots of things are being driven by fear at this point. Mm-hmm. They want, it's therapeutic, you're right, just to talk about it. And I, you know, I, I'm always reminded of a friend that was going through a major, major life event. And I think this is for any life event. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, you know, everyone reached out and said, what can I write texts and what can I do? What can I do? And she's like, I just kind of wanted someone to just do instead of ask me, what can I do? Just show up with that food. Don't text me and say, can I bring food? Just show up. Just really show up with the food. Right? Because think about, think about people also, yeah, tough, tough to call and say, I really would like to talk to you because I'm feeling down. Mm-hmm. What if you just called them and said... I just felt the need to call you. Let's chat. Yeah. Right? So in, instead of feeling like you're bothering someone, mm-hmm. just do that act. Just yeah. do whatever it is, whether it's bringing food or it's giving them a call. If that person pops into your head, just take the action. Yeah. I think that's a that's good... That's a really good point, and you're exactly right. I think that uh, if someone says, what can I do for you, I think our normal response I'm is, good. I'm fine. Thank you yep. for asking. Yes. But, man, doing would go a long way. Yeah, because, of course, that's what somebody wants, even if they don't know they want that. Yes. Right? And so I just I think that's a great kind of way to wrap this conversation is that staying in touch is on so many different levels, and you could slice and dice it so many different ways. But what it really means is, is having that empathy and understanding when to reach out to someone and when to stay connected and maybe when to not. Yeah. And it's it's not a perfect science. No. But you're always if erring on the side of being more connected to someone's never going to be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And in our times right now, I think that's something that we have to we got to double down on. Yeah. Right during yeah. during what we're experiencing right now. So, any other advice or any other things that you want to share with listeners before we wrap today? That you know, in in your career, that's important. You know, I, I think right now, just with the the business and the, the world that we're in, um, this is a good 
reset for us to kind of remember what is important. Mm-hmm. And I think as we, even in my business, I sometimes will get so frustrated with people that are like treating us as a commodity mm-hmm. or not valuing the work or the time that I spent on something to propose and just like, oh, I'm going to not respond to you and I've gone this direction. And I think right now it's a really good time for people to pause and bring out more of that empathy and start to slow down and pay attention on Mm -hmm. how we look at others, how we treat others. I don't care if it's in business. I don't care if it's on social media. Uh, It doesn't matter. But everyone is going through something, and I think this is a really good example of you don't know how people are dealing with it. And I think just to slow down and pay attention and just be really great listeners and not always so, I'm so busy, I'm so crazy, I'm so wild. It's it's a good time for us to just kind of remember and sit back what's really important. And it's so true on so many levels. And I, as much as I hate to say, right, we will look back on this mm-hmm. and remember that that's when the time that was the time when we kind of humanized our world again, right? And yes. that humanity came out. I truly yes. believe, and it's really hard when you, now that we're in the mix of it to think about that. But I think we will look back on it as. That was the time when we changed our trajectory, right, for the positive. Yeah, and I think that everyone has the opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think one of the things of the superpowers that we talked about earlier were just the authenticity and being honest with people when you are feeling like this is a challenging time or that you do just want to call to make sure that things are going okay, not that you need anything, not that I need to refinance you, not that I need anything from you. Nope. That you're just someone that truly cares about the human behind the phone line. Yes. Mm -hmm. And now you're making me realize all the people that I need to call this afternoon. Because it's just a, it's a, it's a reminder of like, this is the time to reconnect. So thank you for bringing this message. I think Mm -hmm. it's so timely. And when you brought it up, I was like, this is what we need to be talking about. So I appreciate you being here. How can people find more information on you? what you do and those places. What's the best place for us to point Um, them? Probably the best place for people just to find out about who we are, what we do, and how we do it is our website. It's lisawellsloans.com. And there you can read reviews. You can find out about the team. You can find out a little history about us, what we do, why we do it. That's really the best spot. I love it. And... I love your authenticity because if you follow her on LinkedIn or on social media, your authenticity about like, hey, just because rates are low, like call somebody. Don't just do it just to do it. Call someone that's going to be honest with you about the real cost, right, of redoing it. And you're so authentic about that. And it's everyone else is going left and saying, look at the rates. And you're kind of going right saying, make sure you look at the whole picture. Right, so I appreciate that a ton. And I truly believe that the people that are coming to us now for refinancing are the very people that are going to buy something in six or seven years. Yep. And the way that we treat them now is what they're going to remember. Yes. And choose to if they come back to us in six and seven years. Yep. And if we say, here's the rate, take it or leave it, I got 15 more people behind you, and just treat it as a commodity, we're not. That's how you're going to be treated. We're not doing anything different to change what they already think of us. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Thanks again for being yes, here. I appreciate you. it so much. And and to all of you, you know, I, I hope this podcast 
on a weekly basis is just a little dose of, of maybe inspiration, maybe just helping you get unstuck in something that you're dealing with. But during these times, I think we all need to be using podcasts and, and great videos and content that people are putting out as our growth, because we're not going to conferences, right? We're not doing all the big things as this can still be growth as leaders, as business owners, whatever it is. And so I hope that's how you're using the podcast. And, and we're going to continue to put content out like this. There will be no stop. We've got a We've got a podcast schedule out through June that we've already recorded and we're ready to go. So there will be more content coming. So as always, make sure and leave a rating and review. Subscribe. Let us know what you like, what's resonating, so we can bring more of those topics to you. Thanks, everyone. Please stay safe, stay healthy. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up. 